Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show and the Casey Commentary. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show and the podcast for Patriots. This is the Casey Commentary, the real reason for the raid. And uh, by now you probably have heard that the, uh, the federal magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhardt, yesterday considered arguments, uh, although we did not hear from the Trump attorneys, from a media attorney and from the Justice or Injustice Department on whether or not to release and make public the entire affidavit and process used to justify what I believe to be an illegal, unconstitutional raid uh, on the former president's uh, residence at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, right now we have um, kind of a split uh, uh, decision. Uh, the judge decided to release uh, partial uh, parts of the record and did yesterday, including a cover letter uh, and some other things. But the real meat and potatoes of this decision is the actual affidavit uh, itself. Uh, we know what uh, the government has already seized, uh, or we believe we know what they have seized. We want to know why. Why is it? Where is the probable cause that this judge signed off on to raid, uh, on an unprecedented manner, a former president's residence? Uh, and that is something that uh, the whole world wants to know. And basically, the Judge Reinhardt gave the United States government and the Injustice Department one week, one week to justify, redact, that means to black out all the information they think would reveal sources uh, and methods and uh, could compromise national security. You know, the Injustice Department and the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation have a history of overreaching when it comes to redaction. And so um, I'll be surprised if uh, if, the, if the only thing we get is, uh, if, I will be surprised if the only thing we get is the page numbers. I mean, because they have a history of redacting just about everything. Uh, except for a few uh, sentences here or there. So we'll see what happens. President Trump maintains that what happened yesterday is still not good enough. Through a spokesperson, he is calling for the entire unredacted, uh, unsealed documents, all of it. Uh, and again, that's something that uh, the president, in the interest of transparency, uh, would uh, would need to know uh, and, and should know. Uh, so that being said, we'll have to wait yet another week to find out exactly uh, what is going to happen uh, to the rest of the documents. Meanwhile, speculation continues to broil, uh, but we've got some more information now that I think that you should know about, and that's the focus of our commentary. First and foremost is a new Rasmussen poll published uh, yesterday. 53% of voters now agree with the statement that there's a group of politicized thugs at the top of the FBI who are using the FBI as Joe Biden's personal Gestapo. You know, the uh, the secret police of Nazi Germany. And a breakdown, the breakdown is among party lines. Here, Republicans in particular, 76% agreeing with it. Democrats, uh, 57% disagree. But independents are unaffiliated. 49%. Uh, nearly half of the unaffiliated voters said the raid made them trust the FBI less. Uh, and so that is, uh, that is fertile ground for the Republicans this fall uh, politically. Senator Grassley said whistleblower allegations reveal an alleged political bias of the FBI that has influenced high-level investigations, especially in the Bureau's Washington field office. Grassley wrote uh, in a letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray, 
that there's a deeply rooted political infection there. In fact, he sent three letters over to Ray in his July 18th letter to Ray and to Merrick Garland. Grassley said FBI whistleblowers allege a pattern of political bias from high-ranking officials, including Assistant Special Agent in Charge Timothy uh, Tebow. Keep that name uh, in, in your memory. So people keep speculating as to why. Was it really because of classified information uh, that the president had in his possession? Well, I think we can dismiss that because both the George Bush and President Obama uh, issued executive orders saying that the president has the full authority to classify and declassify. Here I'm reading from Executive Order 13526, Classified National Security Information, that was uh, adopted and put out by Obama December of 2009. Section 1-3, Classification Authority. A, the authority to classify information originally may be exercised only by the president and the vice president and agency heads and officials designated by the president. Top secret original classification authority may be delegated only by the president or vice president or an agency head or official designated pursuant uh, to this section. Same for secret or confidential information uh, categories. Section uh, 3-1, authority for declassification in the Obama executive order reads, information shall be declassified as soon as it no longer meets the standards for classification under this order. Uh, And uh, the official who authorized the original classification, if that official is still serving the same position and has original classification authority, may declassify. Meaning the president can declassify while he's still in office at any time. And that's exactly what President Trump did. More on that coming up a little bit later on. As for mandatory declassification review in Section 3.5, it says that the incumbent president's White House staff or the incumbent vice president's staff or the incumbent president do not have to follow the mandatory declassification review when they make a decision to declassify. That means go through the, uh, the, the loopholes, uh, the bureaucratic tape and the regulation. So that's from former President Obama, and I think you'll probably note not a big uh, Trump fan. So I think we can rule out what this raid is really about. It's not about the classified information. That's the smokescreen. That's the noise. And again, we have to pay attention to signal, not noise, in this whole uh, debate. Then as to the records currently in possession of President Trump, the reason why I believe that the FBI was out of line in this raid, there's an old court ruling in a case involving recorded audio tapes that former President Slick Willie had made stored for a time in his uh, sock drawer. And this could hit the FBI and, and the DOJ hard. Um, Justin is reporting that the court decision that was basically uh, came as a result of a judicial watch uh, FOIA request because they knew that uh, Clinton had the audio tapes in his sock drawer and they wanted to get their hands on them. Uh, and U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson, again, uh, she is a Democrat appointee rejected that lawsuit, finding there was no allowance in the Presidential Record Act that would allow officials to force the archives to grab the records from Bill Clinton. The ruling determined that a president's discretion on what are personal versus official records is far-reaching and solely his, as is his ability to declassify or destroy records at will. And again, that's an exact quote. I continue with the exact quote. Under the statutory scheme established by the PRA, the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president. 
during the president's term and in his sole discretion. Jackson points out, since the president's completely entrusted with the management and even disposal of presidential records during his time in office, it would be difficult for this court to conclude that Congress intended that he would have less authority to do what he pleases with what he considers to be his personal records. The judge concluded that the records could not be seized by federal agents after Clinton left office because they were not physically in the government's possession. And again, uh, she points out in this ruling that both George W. Bush and Barack Obama signed executive orders, I just read you parts of Obama's, that still are in effect, quote, declaring that president presidents have sweeping authority to declassify secrets and do not have to follow the mandatory declassification procedures all other government officials do. End of quote. So they're wrong on the declassification. They're wrong on what the president can decide are his personal records or not. So, again, this is a smokescreen. This is noise about the uh, classification, declassification, nuclear secrets. It's all bull duking. It's meant to cover something else. Now, uh, the next big theory is that it has something to do with J6. I differ. I, yeah, look, they're, they're always fishing. They're a, a fishing expedition, or in this case, a hunting license. But in this particular case, I think they fired almost all their bullets at Trump with the J6 hearings. By the way, Liz Cheney will not be back for the renewal of season two of, uh, of J6 hearings after her uh, getting stomped by 40 points in Wyoming. So what do I think the real reason for the raid is? Well, ever since the Robert Mueller investigation, uh, which I think was all done in, it was a cleanup operation. Remember in the movies, you see uh, somebody get, uh, you know, murdered uh, by uh, undercover uh, government, uh, undercover agents or whatever the case may be, or even uh, spies or mobsters, and they bring in the cleaner. Okay, they bring in the cleaner to clean up the mess, uh, to get rid of the body, uh, to clean up, uh, bleach all the blood. I think the cleaner was Robert Mueller. He was brought in to clean up as much as he could to erase all of the Spygate, Russia, Russia, Russia collusion hoax uh, scheme, the insurance plan Struck and Page talked about. And I think that the real reason for the raid is they wanted to go in and make sure once they found out there were records being held there at Mar-a-Lago, what does he have? We got, we got to find out what he has. If he's got stuff that's damaging on members of the Bureau or the Justice Department, this could, this could go a bad way. And we'll tell you the reason why they were worried about it in June of this year, because Kash Patel, a former chief of staff, uh, Defense Department, he was authorized by President Trump to go to the National Archives and Records Administration and look through and, and get a hold of these documents, some of which NARA already had in their possession, and they weren't releasing even after uh, Trump had uh, put out a memorandum of uh, declassification. Remember, he did that. Uh, starting in October of 2020, and then it was reinforced again December of uh, 2020. And then the day before, the day before Trump left office, uh, he posted a declassification memorandum of, quote, materials related to FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. Bingo. There it is. The multi-agency spy operation spearheaded by Strzok, Andrew McCabe, John Brennan, James Clapper, and others on behalf of Hillary Clinton. Okay, and that memorandum on declassification of certain materials related to this, it's rather lengthy, but they uh, 
he ruled they all had to be declassified. So what happens next? Well, the DOJ gets its hands on it, and they got to look, make sure sources and methods are protected. FBI then gets a say, and then they send whatever they have over to NARA. So Cash Patel said that Trump had authorized him to go and look through the NARA records, and he said not on not on one occasion, but two occasions on two separate podcasts that he intended to make those records public. Because, after all, they had already been declassified. So Cash Patel made it known that the people involved in Spygate in Russia, 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 that were accusing President Trump of betraying his country, of being a traitor, that they were going to name names, that they were going to exactly reveal who was behind all this. And, of course, this is what caused the FBI to panic and the Justice Department then to send agents scrambling in uh, to the uh, Mar-a-Lago compound. So then you would ask the question, well, which agents were the ones that conducted, um, you know, this, this search? Can you believe that the same agents in charge of the Russia, Russia, Russia spygate collusion hoax were leading the charge at Mar-a-Lago? Paul Sperry, excellent investigative journalist at Real Clear Politics and Real Clear Investigations. He has a great article. You should read the whole thing. We don't have time here. Uh, but the FBI unit leading the Mar-a-Lago probe earlier ran the discredited Trump-Russia uh, collusion hoax. Guys like Brian Auten, uh, of course, uh, Strzok is gone. He was already, but, but Auten's still there. He's continued to be involved in politically sensitive investigations, including the ongoing federal probe of the laptop from hell. Auten tried to falsely discredit derogatory evidence against Hunter Biden during the 2020 campaign by labeling it Russian disinformation. FBI whistleblowers have told uh, Chuck Grassley uh, as much. Some former FBI officials worry that Auten uh, is a top bureau expert on Russia nuclear warfare, will have a hand in analyzing the boxes and documents agencies from Trump's home. There's also Jay Bratt the top counterintelligence official in Justice's National Security Division. He's a big Democratic National Committee donor, gave 800 bucks to Obama. He's been coordinating the Mar-a-Lago investigation with Alan Kohler, who heads the FBI's counterintelligence division. Both of these individuals involved in the Spygate, Russia, Russia, Russia collusion hoax. Kohler was close to Stefan Halper, an academic and longtime FBI contractor whom the Bureau ran as an informant in a failed effort to suborn Trump campaign officials like George Papadopoulos and Carter Page. Kohler also worked with Stephen Soma, lead case agent in Crossfire Hurricane, who was primarily responsible for some of the worst misconduct in the FISA warrant abuse scandal. He's now working in the FBI New York field office. Then there is Timothy Tebow who's taken aim at Trump and Republicans on social media, worked with Auten to falsely discredit evidence of alleged money laundering and other activities against Hunter Biden and prevent agents from investigating the Bidens. And don't forget, Brett, the top counter-intel official at Justice, traveled to Mar-a-Lago in early June and personally inspected the storage facility while interacting with both Trump and one of his lawyers. And I want to make this point. They left with documents. Which documents? did they leave with did they leave with documents that had anything or everything to do with spygate that's why we need to get to the affidavit that's why we need to get exactly what was taken and of course at that point uh they uh, asked the president to padlock the uh, the storage room which he complied with in and he did 
So all of these names, remember them, Brian Auten, uh, again, Jay Brett is, is another one that you're going to be hearing about, Alan Kohler, uh, Stephen Soma, Timothy Tebow, all involved with the Spygate Russia. And again, they should have had their stripe taken off or booted out in some FBI field office in the Antarctic or something. After their incredible, I should have been fired is what they should have been after what they did to this country, what they try to do to this president. So now you know why uh, there's a great amount of Americans that don't trust the FBI. There's another FBI agent, by the way, who was just charged in uh, keeping exculpatory evidence from a Trump candidate, I think, running in Arkansas. His name is uh, Woods, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, an FBI agent has just pleaded guilty to destroying evidence to frame a pro-Trump political prisoner, uh, Arkansas State Senator John Woods, uh, and uh, U.S. District Judge Timothy Brooks of the Western District of Arkansas sentenced Woods to serve 18 years in federal prison in addition to three years of supervised release and ordered Woods to pay $1.6 million in restitution for his crimes. But the lead FBI agent in the case did not turn over exculpatory evidence that could have gone a different way. So this is the reason why the vast majority... I always have a vast, 53% isn't vast, but a majority of the American people do not trust the FBI. The FBI is losing its credibility uh, by leaps and bounds. And the real reason for the raid on Mar-a-Lago, I don't believe, had anything to do with classified records, nor do I believe it had anything to do with J6. I think this was a CYA cover-up operation, so the FBI didn't get caught with names. Of course they want to... Uh, protect their sources and methods because they were absolutely 100% illegal. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. That's going to do it for today's uh, Casey Commentary, The Real Reason for the Raid. Uh, don't forget new episodes of the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Uh, will drop Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of next week. Until then, have a great weekend. And above all, remember, in these troubled times, to stay free. Yeah.